welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, one laundry hanging minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us once again, comedian John Kuhn. Welcome back. Hey. Today we're heading back to Minute 74, which starts with uh, Marty and uh, uh, George. Let's call him Dave. Uh, <laughs> that's the brother. <laughs> Uh, starting to do their laundry, but uh, it kind of kind of does a half-assed job at it, and uh, ends with George saying his line, "Hey, you get your damn hands off her," and and dismounting and dismounting, dismounting from the line, and that can stick the landing. <laughs> um, before we uh, before we uh, uh, get started, we had a really cool comment. It's from mm-hmm. uh, Leaper One Eighty Two. Uh, and it's it's a uh, it's it's what we've been talking about, which is why I'm reading it on the show. But uh, concerning the bit about Marty's wearing Marty wearing Doc's clothes, Doc is way too tall for Marty to wear his clothes without swimming in them, and yet Marty's clothes fit him perfectly. I I do think that this might be Doc's shirt because it is it is pretty big on Marty. Now Very imagine Doc going to a clothing store by himself because you can't possibly take Marty to a clothing store. Who knows what Marty's Tubrick face would F up next and just buying Marty clothes that, quote, fit just by eyeballing it. Either way, he has some amazing spatial awareness and is able to make mental measurements without an actual tape measure. And again, another really great deleted scene, Marty sh- doc shopping for clothes for Marty. Some, something a dad would do. Right. Speaking of which, uh, that thing that John was talking about happened again. Oh, right. Dad, dad, daddy. <laughs> okay, like, nice cover, Marty. If I was nice hanging out cover. with my friend from school, that would be like conversation over. You just call me dad. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you would never on stop the face talking of the about people that. at all. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's like he doesn't even hear it. Baffling. Yeah. <laughs> like has, like if I called if I called a friend in high school dad, <laughs> I would literally never I would have never heard the end of it. Like that would have been the thing I would be known for forever. I remember that one time Scott accidentally called a kid dad. Yeah. I think that's only a little less worse than mom. I feel like mom would be worse. Probably. Like calling the teacher mom was kind of like the worst thing ever, right? Wasn't that like... <laughs> That'd be pretty bad. I remember that happening like in a show once or like The Simpsons or something. Oh, man. Uh, but, uh, nice cover with the daddy-o, though. Sure. I mean, it's awkward. I mean, he's but... never said it before, and we'll never say it again. But <laughs> yeah. what did he say to? Do you remember what uh, when he called Lorraine mom? How did he cover up for that? Mom, 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 mom. He didn't uh, say mommy. Oh, mom, mama, mama. I don't think he. I don't. <laughs> mom. I don't think he. Mom, yeah. I don't think he ever did call her mom all the way. I think he so he always. He he. Like, minute one time I three. I think I, I could be wrong because I'm used to do a lot of drugs. Um, but in my notes for uh, minute seventy three, I denoted that he called uh, Lorraine mom. Oh, but he said it like he he stopped. He's like mom. He he, he said it quietly and then like it very quickly got cut off. Which is almost oh, right. To be frank, that's that's usually that's that seems to be what he does every time. Because the other time I can think of is when he wakes up in the room and he's like, "You're my ma, you're my ma." So yeah. which. Every every girl wants to hear a, a fella say that in the bedroom, right? Yeah. Well, he'd also just been hit by a car too, so he's a little more plausible then. But it it, it really messes with me that no one seems to care, or just that he's still making that mistake. Like, 
I don't know, man. I mean, I I I have never and will never travel back in time, but I I just feel in my heart that I would be better. (laughs) (laughs) I would be better at blending in than this, you know. You would think so, but who knows? Maybe I would be really, really bad. Also, this minute we get the revelation that eight fifty five to nine p.m. that there are five minutes in which Marty just knows is going to be the uh, the basis for all of his psychological torment for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, because, like, Marty is trying to explain, he's explaining the plan, which apparently he's already explained once, so we're getting a, we're getting a repetition. Uh, we're seeing the repetition of the plan, not the original uh, uh, explanation. Because George, th- like, this, this minute just shows that George is not, very quick uh because if he explains to him if he's explained to him enough for george to remember like that he has a line that he's supposed to say you're lying george at eight yeah that at 8 55 he's he's at the dance then strolls through the parking lot and then at nine he's supposed to come (laughs) and and open the open marty's door uh if he knows all of this that he explained all of that and then after explaining it george said but I still don't understand how I'm going to go to the dance with her when she's going to the dance with you. And it was just like, George, were you listening to the plan at all? Like the at plan, all? you idiot. Yeah. Like, wow. How's your reading comprehension level there, You're George? You're a like, writer. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, Michael J. Fox is just a great straight man. Oh God, that. But like, yeah. But that bit where he's just like, "Why? What? What? Why is she gonna be oh, mad at you?" And nine, oh, that dramatic. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because <laughs> girls get mad when you <laughs> take advantage of them. And he he kinda, just like he kind of turns to the oh. audience when he delivers that. You know? Yeah. It's like I'm yeah. gonna have to become the worst kind of person. <laughs> and with I'm with my mother. <laughs> He's really that's I mean that's the thing right like 855 to 9 p.m. like that is Marty's psychological torment for the rest of his life that is his dark night of the soul yeah that's there's no dark that's night. his like that's his like war doctor you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. I almost think he faces that he maybe he doesn't remember it he goes like that was not in the name of Marty <laughs> oh god that was Calvin Klein. that was Calvin Klein <laughs> Don't make me go back. This whole movie could be summed up with, uh, would you bang your mom to save your dad's life? No. <laughs> would you bang your mom to save your life? Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. I don't yeah. think I would sleep with my mom to save anyone's life except for my own, and I have a son. That's personal. That doesn't need to be. We could edit that out, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how the Spike Lee old boy ends. I'm gonna I'm gonna link this episode directly onto your mother's uh, yeah, Facebook yeah, page, yeah. personal Facebook. Page. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't know. I mean, like again, like this this is a this is a PG comedy, but that's that's some Rick and Morty like subject matter, you know? Oh, it's it's so dark. I love it. I love it. It might be the darkest revelation of the entire movie. <laughs> Like, I, I want to be there. I want to go back in time and, like, be at the 7 o'clock crowd on Friday night. And just, you're like, yeah. oh, just, like. I just, 
I want to see the scene where Marty realizes this is what he has to do. Like, do you, do you think he realized it? Or do you think there's there's a scene somewhere where Doc is ex- trying to explain to Marty what he's going to have to Marty, try and do? I don't, I don't think do? you fully understand what I'm asking think, you. No, no, no. no the... You're going to have to, you know, what, Doc? You have to put your hands on her. You, uh... you know, you, you got to, you, you know, you, you know, like what? What kids do Boy, in this. cars? It's like drive, drive. I don't. No, no money. Not just drive. say, just say with your words, Doc. After what do you, you do? drive, you park the car, and you're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to get get get, get your way, <laughs> or not. Don't do it, but start to. You're gonna. I mean, look. This is a matter of life or death. <laughs> it's just space and time. It's just over the shirt. Over the shirt. That's just all. Over the shirt stuff. <laughs> You don't have to. You don't have to, to go under and around anything you don't want to. Oh, man. <laughs> you don't want. Listen, to. you're gonna you're gonna eat out of them eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh god! And then George is uh, punctuating this this revelation with uh, the bra of his of his dead mother. Sure, <laughs> that he wears from time to time. Is it? It just it feels weird that. You would put your unmentionables in the fifties. You would put your unmentionables, like just hang them to dry in the backyard. I never, yeah, even well, like I never did this kind of laundry. I always just did strictly like from machine to dryer laundry. But have you guys, have you guys ever hung stuff out to dry? Literally, S- Scott, where Scott and I grew up, there was I don't know if it's just an urban legend, but uh, sometime before him and I lived there, there was a guy who was in the paper. This is according to the story of the tale. The guy uh, was stealing women's underwear from clotheslines. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I was going on panty raids. Yeah. That's crazy. So there was a legend about just one guy that kept doing that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a name? I don't know. I don't I, I don't remember what his name I think it was like an actual name. Yeah, it's probably Not... the name of the guy. Yeah, I think it was just the name of the guy. Well, Chris, and I don't remember Chris, what it was. Chris was up to his old tricks again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but you got you just got you got to dry them. I mean, whatever. And it, it's yeah, but I just I would people think... are wearing thongs and stuff or whatever. It's just that's. What I, you I just I would think that you would put. Yeah, but I mean, I I can understand that from our logic in like modern day, but in the fifties, yeah, like yeah, I sure. can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I just I would think that you would just put it in the laundry room. Yeah, you, you just hang it up, up somewhere, or even in a window. Yeah. 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 Uh, but then again, maybe George is just doing it wrong. Maybe like assuming that his mo- he hasn't actually killed his mother. Maybe his mother would like come home and just be like, "Oh my god, you're so embarrassing." Yeah. <laughs> mother. It's like ripping her bras off the off the clothesline outside. Mother. <laughs> I'm sorry, mother. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, you know, it's funny watching this minute. It feels a lot like the, the exposition minute from last week where Doc was explaining to Marty the plan for the third act. Now Marty's explaining his plan for his third act with George and Lorraine to George. And I just, you know, I, 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 I'm missing, I'm missing a model. I wish... I wish Marty had some sort of model, like if he had like little like Barbie dolls that he was like showing him what he's going to do to Lorraine. Okay, so this is me. <laughs> this this GI Joe is me, and this Barbie doll is Lorraine. 
this ready, <laughs> this Teddy Ruxpin is you. You're going to come in. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. They had those in the 50s, right? No. Okay. It was in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, he, that was an 80s toy. With, Marty, what the hell is that? It's yeah, it was in, it was oh my a, god, it talks. It kill it. <laughs> um... Man, yeah, I'm. I really want like like the Matt, you know, like the Matthew Weiner Madman shot of like Marty in his car, like realizing what it is that he's just decided to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe maybe he like maybe he's like at a bar or something, and just like <laughs> the look on his face is just like in a, in. No, it's him. It's him saying goodbye to Doc and then getting in the car to go pick up Lorraine. <laughs> And he's just sitting in the driver's seat before turning on the car, and it's just like a slow push in to uh, to like you know like just just hello darkness my old friend. <laughs> like, That's funny. <laughs> he's all the songs on the radio are like about sex. I <laughs> uh, man, Doc's, oh, it, it's yeah. basically it's basically the scene where Cameron's trying to like get himself to drive to Ferris's house. Yeah, <laughs> yo God, it's just that. He just keeps getting out of the car. I don't want to do this. <laughs> keep calling. And Doc is just like, it's just like you're running out of time. Go. Marty. You're going to be late. Go. Just do it. <laughs> like a Band-Aid. Just, it just do it like a Band-Aid. Science. He's just shouting from the clock tower. He shot a dog in a space, Marty. <laughs> You can make out with your mother for two minutes. It's just over the over the dress. Stuff. Marty's like, it's not two minutes. It's five minutes. I counted. <laughs> you just don't. You don't have to do like just flop around. I don't know. You don't have to actually get in there. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. You have to scare her more than anything. You don't even really have to. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, how how do you think uh, how do you think Marty came to the conclusion of the line? Hey, you get your damn hands off her! I guess it's like, you think you think he went through variations? Yeah, it's like hey shithead, get your no no get your get your paws. Hey, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Make like a tree and stop harassing that girl no means no <laughs> do you think he did it like there's like a montage of him like opening the car door and saying a thing and then closing it no, and then opening it and doing another line and just trying to find the most menacing one you're a part of the problem no <laughs> i i always forget that it's get your i i love the damn yeah hey you get your damn hands off her Again, I think I think someone the scene of Doc presenting this idea to Marty is a scene I would absolutely go back in and film oh, for like man. the 2017 re-release of Back to the Future. We, we don't know for yeah. sure though that Doc is the one that came up with the idea for the, the what's okay, but what, I, but what's I more, like what's you. more effed up it being Marty's idea. Well, it's saying because if Marty was talking to George about it, I was also at the beginning of us talking about this. I thought it'd be funny if Marty was talking. To George and George is just sitting there zoning out, and Marty's coming up with a plan, and then he realizes, "Oh God, this is the best I can <laughs> like, come up with." Like he's learning it as he says it. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh God! It's a little moment of really. And then I'll just be, I'll be. Oh no! Oh God! <laughs> so, because he's so, got to so, think, because he's got to come up with what's one thing I can do to get her to not like me. <laughs> what's right. the worst thing a human can do to another? Try human? to forcibly sex her. That that always works. I mean, the thing about it is like, it's like, God, you could do so many other things. Like, smoke take the- her family hostage. Like, or smoke in the car or just get really racist. Yeah, I just, well, but all of those things are are, are, fo- are not frowned upon in the 50s. What? So, Talk about communism. I'm just, uh, no, I'm just saying like, good, just, just I, I honestly, talking about communism, I'm pretty sure she would just be like, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I, I'll listen, sure. sure. Get like, your yeah. big red hand <laughs> off her. Get your red hands off her. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I, I kind of, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm like Marty. It's slowly hitting me that nothing else has that immediate effect. No, no, just, just threaten to kill her family. There you go. Just, just say like, hey, I'm gonna kill your family so we can be together, and then have George save him, save hey, them. You get your damn hands off his family. Yeah, and then, and then, jo- and then George is like a hero with the family, and 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 Lorraine loves him, and and the family loves him. They'd have a better fam- familial relationship. You know? Man, I'm really sad though because, I mean, you know, we never have to worry about this. But if Marty's original plan had come to come to fruition, everything would be different. All the warm memories of of Calvin for George and Lorraine, or especially for Lorraine, my God, would be would be tarnished. What do you mean? I mean, it would be like, oh my God, remember that nice boy that I met, but then he like turned into a monster. Oh yeah, that's true. That really sucks. How did you... Marty would come back and his name wouldn't be Marty because they wouldn't have named him after him. Hey, How did uh, you... later on... So I know later on, is Uncle Joey, is he still in jail or do they fix that too later on in the movie? I can't remember now. No, he is in jail. He is in jail in every single timeline, in every single time period that we visit. It's a I guess they didn't have enough time to, time to fix it. Because everyone else's yeah. life gets better. That's all messed yeah, up. that's not Marty's at all. Yeah, he's just, he's always in prison. Yeah, it's like you know, if he was wearing the the Rick and Morty alternate reality glasses, there would there would never be a timeline where he wasn't incarcerated, right? Yeah. Which is deeply sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's deeply sad. Well, I kind of have a unique opportunity. So you you two you two went to school together. You were the age that Marty and George are right now in the movie when you guys were friends. Yeah. So scenario, you know, there's a girl that one of you likes. But in a very Calvin Klein situation, the girl has has uh, has eyes on the other the other the other friend. Is this girl one of our mothers? <laughs> no, no, because you know from Calvin, I mean from George's perspective, it's just a girl that he likes, you know. But like, <laughs> imagine that, like, imagine that your friend in school came to you like with this idea, like, hey, I know how to get the girl that you like to like you back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that George is complacent compliant in this plan, because like. Any plan that involves like, like even an implied sexual harassment is just like there's got to be a better way. But George is like, no, I'm in, I'm in with that. I just don't get. Logistics. Yeah. Did Did Marty explain to George that uh, after this happens, I'm gonna skip town? <laughs> you'll never see me again. Yeah, you'll never like, see Frosty me again. Frosty the Snowman. I'll just be gone forever. I don't know. I think we, if I would have been like, hey, Scott, these girls are going to come over here and they're like, gonna, whatever I would have said, 
we would have agreed to it. <laughs> Most because likely. Especially being when you're in high school, you're just a knucklehead. You're a bonehead. Yeah. I can't think of anything specifically, but I'm pretty sure we came up with pretty dumb ideas. And yeah. didn't just like come up with them, like actively tried to like fulfill mm-hmm. and complete said task. And none of them worked. No. No. Nope. <laughs> Ever. No. Imagine like, hey bro, I got a great idea. What if you start treating yourself with more respect? <laughs> maybe even exercise bro right and then like in six to eight months you're like more confident you're more at home in your own body and bro and then <laughs> christine will start noticing that uh i just can, can you imagine like this plan working as is like without biff's involvement sure. coming into play this this situation working as is and then marty not like the plan to send Marty back to 1985 doesn't work. And so like Marty has to like go back to school and is like the guy that attempted to rape Lorraine. <laughs> because it's a small school. Yeah. That's George is like weirdly friendly with. <laughs> like, Why are you still hanging out with Calvin, George? Oh, he's a nice guy. He, he tried to, he tried to take advantage of Lorraine at prom. <laughs> so messed up <laughs> what a stupid plan god marty <laughs> oh. it's also so what involves... other, other way what other way is he's supposed to show that george is a protective person i mean look at him like they they probably didn't have a lot of options especially with the time crunch i don't think it's that bad a plan well it's, it, a it, it's better plan. than it i mean you know what actually happens well, this all goes to the back to his hero's journey. But if the plan was you have to you have to punch Biff in the face, that you know, there's no way George would have had the balls to do it, or at least right. you have the balls to plan on doing it. You know, right? Because like, yeah, the easy plan is like, well, the next time that Biff starts like getting handsy with Lorraine, you just have to go there and like you know punch him in the face or tell him to hey you get your damn hands off her. But that would involve George actually having a spine, which he doesn't have yet. Right. Also, his, his <laughs> pants are really weird in the scene. Yeah, they are. They are very strange pants. They're like high waisted and like, but really deep zippers, or not, mm. not really deep, but really deep pockets. And uh, and his jacket's like really short. I don't know. I feel like this outfit would look good on a guy who's like a little more filled out than Crispin Glover. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris Glover being so lanky, it just it just accentuates how like weird and lanky he is. In the fifties, they wore bigger pants like that, didn't they? Or thing? No, I'm thinking uh, yeah. sw- uh, like swing dancing in the thirties. I think they were swing dancing. In okay, the 50s. okay, plan bad pants. Bad pants. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, you guys have anything else for this minute? Nope. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back uh, tomorrow to wrap up the week with Minute 75. In the meantime, go to our website, backtothefutureminute.com. Leave a comment. Or you can email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at bttfminute. And uh, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, leave iTunes reviews. That really helps us, helps people find the show and whatnot. Uh, and go listen to our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, and Geek by Night the original audio drama podcast series that uh, Nick and I uh, write and produce together uh, at geekbynight.net. 
And uh, make sure that you check out the other podcasts in the Minute family, Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas Minute. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Bye.